Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. Happy holidays. We are so excited to bring you an episode of holiday greetings, stories, and poems by the students of Rogers Park Montessori School, located in Andersonville at 1800 West Balmoral. You will also hear a special reading of The Night Before Christmas, read by a compilation of RPMS students and Randy Heidi of the WFCW Block Club and Friends of Andersonville. We hope you enjoy. Happy holidays from Rogers Park Montessori School. My name is Lily. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Over, over the fields we go, laughing all the way. <laughs> bells on bobtail ring, <laughs> making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a slaying song tonight. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. My name is Emily, and I'm reading Stopping by the Woods on a Snowy Evening by Robert Frost. My name is Etu, I'm in sixth grade, and I'm going to re- be reading Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening by Robert Frost. Whose woods these are, I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He will not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it's queer to stop without a farmhouse near. Between the woods and frozen lake, the darkest evening of the year. He gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only sound is the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark and deep. But I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. And miles to go before I sleep. My name is Petrus. I'm in fifth grade and I'm reading jokes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Snow. Snow who? Snow laughing matter. What is the best kind of breakfast cereal to eat in the winter? Frosted flakes. What does a gingerbread man put on his bed? A cookie sheet. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw him, you wouldn't say it glows. All of the other reindeers used to laugh and call him. Vivian and I'm reading The Snowman by Wallace Stevens. One must have a mind of winter to regard the frost and the boughs of the pine trees encrusted with snow, and have been cold a long time to behold the junipers shagged with ice, the spruces rough in the distant glitter of the January sun, and not to think of any misery in the sound of the wind in the sound of a few leaves, which is the sound of the land full of the same wind that is blowing in the same bare place for the listener who listens in the snow and nothing himself beholds nothing that is not there and nothing that is happy holidays to Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. My name is Elias. I'm in 4th grade. I'm going to be reading some jokes. Two menorahs are sitting 
in the window. The first one says, wow, it's getting hot with all these candles. The second one says, wow, a talking menorah. <laughs> Whatever they're called. Graham, and I'm in sixth grade, and I'll be reading a couple of Christmas jokes. What do you call ten arctic hares hopping backwards through the snow together? A receding hairline. How do you keep from getting cold feet? Don't go around barefooted. What does a cyclist ride in the winter? An icicle. I'm Chathan, and I'm in sixth grade, and I'm going to be reading A Visit from St. Nichols. Half of it. Um. I'm Louisa, and I'm reading A Visit from St. Nicholas. "'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas would soon be there. The children are nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar pumps danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter nap when out in the lawn there arose such a clatter I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and I threw up the sash." The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below, when what to my wondering eyes did appear but a miniature sleigh of eight tiny reindeer. With the little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Pranger, now Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, uh, Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all, as the leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mountain to the sky. So up to the housetop, the coursers they flew, with sleighs full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head what was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed in all fur from head to his foot, and his clothes were all, all tarnished um, with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys as he flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk 
and laying a finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Thanks, Laura. I think it's time we all put our milk and cookies out and head off to bed. Happy Holidays from Friends of Andersonville. This is Sarah, and we wanted to wish you a happy and heartfelt holiday season from the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Happy holidays! This is David Oaks, your business services manager from the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce, wishing everyone a happy Hanukkah. This is Heather, wishing everyone good food and a peaceful season. I'm Joelle. Happy holidays to everyone listening, and we hope all you kids are well-behaved tonight. This is Joan from the Andersonville Farmer's Market. I want to wish everyone a very happy holiday and a joyous new year. Hi everyone, this is Laura, wishing you all a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from Visionary Eye Care Professionals. Come see 2020 in 2020. Happy Holidays from Cheetah Gym. Hey, this is Donovan Session from the UPS store located at 5315 North Clark Street. Just wishing you a Happy Holidays. Hope you have those New Year's resolutions ready and saved up to go for the year 2020. Happy Olive Days from all of us at City Olive. Come on in and shop, taste some of our delicious olive oils and vinegars and all the specialty items we have to offer. 5644 North Clark Street. Hey, this is your neighbor Shimmy Braun from Guaranteed Rate in Chicago, loving the fact that Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa fall out at the same time this year on the same days, which is exciting and a message of unity when we need it. So love and peace to all. Feel free to visit my mortgage site at rate.com backslash shimmy. That's R-A-T-E dot com backslash S-H-I-M-M-Y. Happy holidays. Hey there, this is Will from the Coffee Studio wishing you a happy new year. Come visit us at 5628 North Clark at the end of the neighborhood. Hello, Andersonville. This is Giselle, and I'm here with my son, Steven Sanchez. And we wanted to wish you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. If, if you have any questions uh, about where you need to travel next or take your family next, please please reach out to us at 773-275-2125 or visit our website at mena.travel. Stop into the agency and say hello. 5209 North Clark Street, Chicago, Illinois. Happy holidays from Dearborn Denim where you can get custom jeans. <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> so on the spot. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays from Jameson Loves Danger. Happy holidays from Deflowered Bakery. We're at 1477 Balmoral and we love you so much. Happy holidays. We're here at Simon's Tavern, wishing you a wonderful holiday. Happy holidays from Infine Spirits at 5418 North Clark Street. Stop by for one of our tastings on Thursdays and Fridays from 5.30 to 7.30 or Saturdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Happy holidays from Enjoy in Andersonville. Come visit our new location at 5307 North Clark Street. Hi, it's Leilani from George's Ice Cream and Sweets, and I'm wishing you guys a happy holidays. Happy holidays and beautiful wishes from Martha May, Art Supplies and Beautiful Things. 
Happy holidays from Foyer Shop right across from Reza's. Come visit us for all of your plants and flowers. We're open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 6. 1480 West Berwyn. This is Laura from the Chamber, and I'm going to read you how the Grinch stole Christmas. Every who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot, but the Grinch who lived just north of Whoville did not. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Now please don't ask why, no one quite knows the reason. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be perhaps that his shoes were too tight. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. But whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood there on Christmas Eve, hating the Who's, staring down from his cave with a sour, grinchy frown at the warm, lighted windows below in their town, where he knew every Who down in Whoville beneath was busy now hanging a mistletoe wreath. And they're hanging their stockings, he snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas, it's practically here. Then he growled with his Grinch fingers nervously drumming. I must find some way to stop Christmas from coming. For tomorrow he knew. All the Who girls and boys would wake bright and early. They'd rush for their toys. And then, oh, the noise, oh, the noise, 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 noise. That's one thing he hated. The noise, 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 noise. Then the Who's, young and old, would sit down to a feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, 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 feast. They would feast on Who pudding and rare Who roast beast, which is something the Grinch couldn't stand in the least. And then they'd do something he liked least of all. Every Who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, would stand close together with Christmas bells ringing. They'd stand hand in hand, and the Who's would start singing. They'd sing, and they'd sing, and they'd sing, 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 sing. And the more the Grinch thought of this Who Christmas sing, the more the Grinch thought I must stop this whole thing. Why, for 53 years I've put up with it now. I must stop this Christmas from coming. But how? Then he got an idea, an awful idea. The Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea. I know just what to do. The Grinch laughed in his throat, and he made a quick Santa Claus hat and a coat, and he chuckled and clucked. What a great Grinchy trick with this coat and this hat. I look just like St. Nick. All I need is a reindeer. The Grinch looked around, but since reindeer are scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop the old Grinch? No, the Grinch simply said, if I can't find a reindeer, I'll make one instead. So he called his dog Max. Then he took some red thread and he tied a big horn on the top of his head. Then he loaded some bags and some old empty sacks on a ramshackle sleigh and he hitched up old Max. Then the Grinch said, giddy up. And the sleigh started down toward the homes where the Who's lay a snooze in their town. All their windows were dark. Quiet snow filled the air. All the Who's were all dreaming sweet dreams without care. When he came to the first little house on the square, this is stop number one. 
The old Grinchy Claws hissed, and he climbed to the roof, empty bags in his fist. Then he slid down the chimney, a rather tight pinch, but if Santa could do it, then so could the Grinch. He got stuck only once, for a moment or two, then he stuck his head out of the fireplace flue, where the little who stockings all hung in a row. These stockings, he grinned, are the first things to go. Then he slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant around the whole room, and he took every present, pop guns and bicycles, roller skates, drums, checkerboards, tricycles, popcorn, and plums, and he stuffed them in bags. Then the Grinch very nimbly stuffed all the bags one by one up the chimbley. Then he slunk to the icebox. He took the Who's feast. He took the Who pudding. He took the roast beast. He cleaned out that icebox as quick as a flash. Why, that Grinch even took their last can of Who hash. Then he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the Grinch, I will stuff up the tree. And the Grinch grabbed the tree, and he started to shove when he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove. He turned around fast, and he saw a small who, little Cindy Lou Who, who was not more than two. The Grinch had been caught by this tiny who daughter, who got out of bed for a cold cup of water. She stared at the Grinch and said, Santa Claus, why? Why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why? But you know that old Grinch was so smart and so slick. He thought up a lie, and he thought it up quick. Why, my sweet little tot, the fake Santa Claus lied. There's a light on this tree that won't light on one side, so I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there, then I'll bring it back here. And his fib fooled the child, then he patted her head, and he got her a drink and he sent her to bed, and when Cindy Lou, who went to bed with her cup, he went to the chimney and stuffed the tree up. Then the last thing he took was the log for their fire. Then he went up the chimney himself, the old liar. On their walls he left nothing but hooks and some wire, and the one speck of food that he left in the house was a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. Then he did the same thing to the other whose houses, leaving crumbs much too small for the other whose mouses. It was quarter past dawn, all the who's still abed, all the who's still a snooze, when he packed up his sled, packed it up with their presents, the ribbons, the wrappings, the tags, and the tinsel, the trimmings, the trappings. Three thousand feet up, up the side of Mount Crumpet, he rode with his load to the tip-top to dump it. Poo-poo to the who's, he was grinchishly humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just waking up. I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Then the who's down in Whoville will all cry. Boo-hoo. That's a noise, grinned the Grinch, that I simply must hear. So he paused and the Grinch put his hand to his ear. And he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low. Then it started to grow. But the sound wasn't sad. Why, this sounded merry. It couldn't be so. But it was merry, very. 
He stared down at Whoville. The Grinch popped his eyes. Then he shook. What he saw was a shocking surprise. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the Grinch with his Grinch feet, ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled three hours till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. And the minute his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light, and he brought back the toys and the food for the feast. And he himself, the Grinch, carved the roast beast. During the season of peace and goodwill, and as the nights are filled with light, we pause and express our gratitude and best holiday wishes to you and yours for a happy new year. My name is Nora, and I'm in fourth grade, and I'm going to be reading a poem called The Snowman by Walt Stevens. One must have a mind of winter to regard the forest and bath of the pine trees crusted with snow, and have been cold a long time to behold the juniper sagged with ice, the spruces rough in the distant glitter of January sun, and not to think of any mystery in the sound of the wind, in the sound of the few leaves, which is the sound of the land, full of the same wind that's blowing in the same bare place for those listener who listen to the snow and nothing himself beholds nothing is and not nothing to that is.